Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Kagure, and thanks for joining us. In today's episode, we're going to wheeze, honk, grunt, bellow, and squeal. You're probably thinking we've lost the plot, but we're just listening in to the sounds that hippos make. Hippos make a variety of noises, but scientists didn't know what the function of these calls was. A recent experiment in Mozambique has made it clearer. What we know now could also be useful in conservation efforts. I'm going to ask the academics who are joining us today to introduce themselves. Okay, so I am Paul Fonseca, working at the University of Lisbon. I'm professor at the University of Lisbon and uh, work in acoustic communication of animals, so I'm a bioacoustician. I'm Nicolas Matevon. I'm professor at the University of Saint-Étienne in France, and I'm uh, working on acoustic communication in animals, so I'm a bioacoustician too. Welcome to the show. So we're going to start off by discussing your study on hippos in Mozambique. What motivated this study? We work with acoustic communication in animals. The first idea to go to Mozambique was actually to study acoustic communication in uh, the Nile crocodile. <laughs> While preparing that mission, we thought about the hippos because those are animals that vocalize a lot. They have different signals. And so some of those signals are very intense, so they should be used to long distance communication. And the idea of Mozambique is especially the Maputo Special Reserve is because it's a place that is easily, is easily reached because it's close to Maputo Airport. It's just one hour distance by car, by a good road. And it has unique conditions to work with those animals because there are several different lakes at different distances from each other. Those lakes have hippo uh, groups that uh, live in those lakes and they are uh, easily reachable by by car and it's a it's a very safe place as well so there were a group of conditions that were good for this kind of project so maybe nicolas you could add what did the study hope to achieve up to now we don't know a lot about uh, hippos uh, communication so hippos are very talkative you know they they have a, a huge repertoire of calls and uh, they are also social animals so it means that they group during the day in uh, in uh, water and they they go out on land for feeding during the night and when they are in water in groups uh, they exchange a lot of vocal signals and especially the most uh, common one which is uh, the whiz honk so something like mm, 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 mm. And nobody uh, knew exactly what uh, was the function of this call. So, of course, it was thought that this call uh, was a contact call, kind of contact call, allowing the animals to keep, you know, in contact each other, at least within one group. And uh, our idea was to test whether this call could also serve acoustic communication uh, within and between, uh, between groups. So that's why we we did the, those playback experiments where we in a, in a way we asked the question to the animals: Do are you able to recognize a member of your group and, and a member of another group, either one group that is familiar to you that is uh, living on the same lake, 
or group that is uh, totally um, unknown that lives on another lake. That's so interesting that you you say that you put the question to the animals. So in line with asking the animals these questions, what more did you learn about uh, hippo calls? So so hippo calls are are very uh, diverse. The the repertoire is uh, is huge. You have those with honks, but also grunts, bellows, squeal, etc. And uh, up to now, the function of these calls has uh, have never been studied experimentally. So our, our study is uh, not the first on hippo calls because other people have already, you know, recorded calls and tried to do an ally, acoustic analysis of these calls. But to our best knowledge, is the first playback experiments that uh, want to uh, decipher the function of one of these calls. So it's just the beginning of uh, of the of the project, so to say, because there are so many other things to discover. So you're right, with playback experiments, we, we really ask questions to animals because uh, playback experiments means that you, you use a big loudspeaker. We use the big loudspeaker and uh, through, uh, we, we sent through this loudspeaker, we emitted the 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 call uh, pre-recorded calls of uh, of hippos and then uh, we uh, observed the reaction of the of the animals and what we found in a nutshell is that these animals they react far more strongly in an aggressive way uh, when the call comes from uh, an unknown individual uh, compared to a call that uh, that is from a familiar one or, or or a call that is from an individual from the same group and aside from the vocalizations, one of the other ways that hippos communicate is by spraying dung. So when do they do this and what are they saying? Those animals are territorial and the territory uh, encompasses part of a lake or a pond or a river and uh, the tracks that they use when they go out of the water to graze or come back to the water. And one of the ways they have to mark the territories is by spraying dung. So, for instance, everybody knows dogs and everybody knows that dogs, male dogs, pee around the place where they live and this is to mark the territory. And this marking is in the case of the dog and the, also in the case of the dung spraying by hippos uh, as an olfactory component. So they use not only vocalizations, but they also use olfactory components to mark the territories. So this dang spraying has this, this, this function of saying, this is my territory, so be aware that if you come in, this is mine. And how might your research be useful in conservation efforts? We think that our fin findings may inspire con conservationists. Uh, especially if they, for instance, if they need to relocate individuals. Maybe, you know, there is uh, more and more human-animal conflict and especially with hippos because hippos are very dangerous animals. They kill uh, a lot of people every year. But nevertheless, you know, those calls they propagate at very long distance. So the hippos, they are able to, to recognize each other at a long distance, at several meters, almost one, one kilometer between groups. And so if you want to relocate some hippos in a lake where there's not too many hippos, then you have to probably to get the, the local hippos habituated to the voice of the new ones. That could be that could be an idea. But you know we are not conservationists, so we did not test that of course, but this can be an idea. But the main idea is that actually we don't know a lot about the the, the behavioral biology of the hippo. And if we want to take 
uh, informed decision about hippos. We really have to increase our knowledge about uh, these animals. And this, uh, our study is part of that, is a small piece of, uh, of that. And I think that that segues us beautifully into the next question on the translocation of hippos. Why do they need to be moved and does this happen a lot? I don't think it happens a lot nowadays, but what we know is that the number of those animals is decreasing and it's decreasing also because land is reclaimed by humans for human activities like agriculture, uh, whatever. And so it's quite likely that in the near future, the populations will continue to decrease and will become patchy. If you have populations that become patchy, you increase in breeding. And one of the important things of translocating animals is to improve genetic diversity. And so this might be, in the future, important to refresh, let's say, the genetic pool at, cert at certain places. Since populations are Climbing, it may be important in the future to translocate animals to increase also the, the number of animals in certain in certain in certain areas. I would guess that in the future these translocations will will start uh, occurring uh, more often, also in hippos, as they are nowadays already with other uh, African uh, big mammals such as rhinos or uh, elephants or cheetahs and, and so on. Through this study, the researchers hope to learn more about hippos. This information can be useful for conservation and understanding how these species interact with each other. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Pasha, produced by Ozair Patel. From me, Kagure Gacheche. Bye for now.